This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, August the 19th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm your guy, Friday, Eric Cedarstrom, and we're rocking and firing from the hole in the ceiling studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. And it's a great day to be alive, and I hope this finds you well as the high school pigskin will start to fly through the hot October or hot August night into October pigskin frozen air. And I mean, it's just unbelievable that it starts this year, but Joe son and my nephew, he's a... Uh, their first home varsity game is tonight. If you go back 40 years ago today, I was a senior in high school, and our football two-a-days would start coming Monday. <laughs> this was the weekend that we gave up drinking. <laughs> Started running and walking, but uh, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. one 800 is the business line for the Patriot Trading Group. Well into our third decade here at the same time slot, and I... Hope it finds you well as it does us. I'm Joe Jaquent, the CEO, and my uh, lovely niece Sarah's out front. You got Homer in the back. You got Cliff running the cars in the shop, and things just couldn't be better. You can head out to the website at allamericangold.com, one of the very few legitimate uh, American hard asset companies that you can order real product and not get bait and switched, not get a salesman calling, not get attacked by a litany of paperwork, phone calls, and emails. We just don't do that, and we never have here. And it's cost us millions of dollars. Make no mistake about it. My biggest competitor lives in a $5 million home about five miles from here, the cheese people. I live in a $500,000 home. That's the difference in markup. We haven't been in business much longer than the other one either, by the way. So, Anyway, Joe Jenkins, how you doing, kid? Oh, I'm doing just great. You know, and you're right. Listen, here's the best advice I can give you. If you've made the mistake, you've called for the free report or you saw the advertisement on the TV and you just couldn't help yourself and you had to dial the number, before you ever buy anything, call me first. Do it first. Don't. It's human nature to buy and then get this stuff and go, I wonder what this is really worth, you know? And it's going up because they call me I'll give you another example. Last week I gave you a great example of $100,000 portfolios. I did one. One of our quote-unquote competitors did one at the exact same time, and I broke it all down for you. And, you know, if you want to, you know, Lose forty thousand dollars on a hundred thousand purchase. Did you know that, that somebody else that that is legal? Did you know that that they are allowed in this industry under the RICO statutes to make forty two percent? What do you think they make? Do you think they push that a little bit? So you get you know fifty eight thousand maybe wholesale back in in the mail. Here you get about ninety seven thousand back. Ninety four right. to ninety seven depending on yeah, we, what they, it is. They take the forty two, we take two, you know. I mean that's yeah, just terrible. I mean that's just so. how it works. But uh, you know, I had a call from another customer and th- and they did it right. They at least called me first before they did anything. An MS sixty two ten dollar nineteen oh seven Liberty. Okay. They wanted eight Eighteen hundred dollars. Hey, that's not bad. Is gold hit thirty six hundred today? <laughs> that's, uh, that's not 
want that. That's not bad. That's cheap. <laughs> That's cheap. Start calling around. Here, I'll just tell you one thing. Okay, don't don't ever apply. Don't ever respond to anything free in any business ever. And uh, don't do business with anything that's got an eight 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 or an eight six six number. I just saw eight four four. Eight four four. Well, they ran out of eight hundred numbers years ago. So. And just, you know, be careful out there. But you guys know that. You've been listening to us forever. But they, people still do it. They still do it. And you know what? There's always someone that will do it cheaper, too, than us. Sure there is. Sure there is. Always. People working out of their garage. I mean, you know how many competitors have come and gone? You know how many open in this industry and close in this industry every day? Well, they never close. The feds close them. So, you know, the largest coin scam, I think, in the history of the country, next to the government scams, was a... Hans Tolving. Oh, yeah, I remember you know, him. You, you know how much business we lost to that guy selling <laughs> selling Silver Eagles that, you know. Tolving will sell it to me for this. Right, and I'm like, well, we can't do that. We can't even buy it for that. Right. Lo and behold, somehow $58 million of product <laughs> did not get shipped. $58 million before they shut him down. I mean, isn't that crazy? We just can't do it. You know, I used to, uh, we'd call our suppliers. He was buying. He buys at the very same suppliers we did. That's what people don't get. No, they don't get. And we're like, it can't be done. You're not going to get them. And if you do get them, it's going to be a long time. And the only reason you're going to get yours is because somebody else is not going to get theirs. It's the ultimate Ponzi So the minute you order, call your attorney. (laughs) And see if you can work your way up in the batting rotation. You might get lucky. The problem with that is that most people don't know. And you probably are unaware of this. When you do business with that, with that Ponzi scheme, and you get shipped, and they realize that your money, your shipment was paid for by somebody else, the Fed show up, and they want the coins back. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Yeah, you got your Silver Eagles, but nobody else did. Guess what? We want them now. Get them here, and we're putting them in the pile. And this is socialism. And when then we, we'll divvy right, it up. When we settle the case back, you might get a silver eagle or two back that, in the that, mail. That's <laughs> what's going to happen when they close your banks, too. That's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to take all the deposits and put them all together, and we'll let you know how much you get to keep. Yes, we found out after much study, it's a tough world out there. 1-800-951-0592. I'm going to tell you tough. I, I think being a woman sprinter or runner in the Olympics is the toughest job ever and i feel bad for these gals because if you look over and you're in lane two and the gal in lane three has a five o'clock shadow (laughs) i'm gonna tell you you got no chance (laughs) i was watching that i had no idea that the transgender thing was going on in the olympics i'm like that ain't no woman standing there and i'm well you know she's got it's bruce jenner it is and i'm like how can this be fair this is not fair did you see the guy well gal they call her she caster is his name i mean listen if you really want an olympic champion athlete son just name him pat
You'll have to figure out where you are in that equation. We'll be back after these messages. Hey, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Joe, see, I don't think you people are aware that this is really going on, that uh, men can uh, can say they're women. They don't go into the locker room and look up their, their skirts. They have them take a uh, hormone test. I, I, I got her. There she is. Well, you got to call her. She Look at that. Picture. Oh, she's. She's winning. <laughs> and, and just, I, I want to say... Castor Semenya or something. Yeah, from Africa. I watched it last night. So they, they do is they take a blood test, and, and you can't have too much testosterone. So if they have the hormone injection, apparently that gets, I don't know. It's the 800 meters, by the way, the race that she's going to win. 5'10", 161-pound, muscular-armed, broad-shouldered, narrow-hooked. She can outrun Barry Sanders. <laughs> and she can out-tackle him, too. You're going to be the first woman on the in the NFL. How does this happen, man? How did this really happen? So my, my daughter, who's graduating from college here in about three months with a nursing degree, walks by and looks at me, and I'm like, is this real? Because I watched it on TV, and I'm like, that ain't no woman. <laughs> you know, fully developed biceps, gigantic thighs. You know, I'm like... That's a guy. Oh, yeah, you don't know about that? Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to bring up gender anymore. Right. And you know what, though? They'll be like, what's like, wrong with you, Dad? Uh-huh. Like, this is all normal today. Right. And I'm like... Calm it down. Are you Go back me? to the dark ages. You know what? I'm telling you, I'm never watching the lingerie bowl again. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're watching out there anymore. So, I mean... I don't know. You talk about screwed up, man. I mean, it, it can't get any more unbelievable than that, in my opinion. Wait, see, this is the, the sad part, because now that you've said that, I don't even want to know what the next thing that's yeah, going gotta to There's got to be more of them, right. you know? I'm trying to watch the Olympics, you know? Like, i, I got to admit, it's kind of... It's kind of entertaining when you watch it. You know, nobody... When do you ever watch... I watched Usain Bolt win last night. Wow, you know? now, that, that guy's down. incredible. I know. So, but what? But you know what they do? They deliberately do this. Especially these summer... There's nothing... No, There's no other shows on. So you got to watch it. I know. So... And so I've been trying to watch it. But I saw that last night and I went... I, I, I... Me, <laughs> <laughs> This is how bad I am. I had no idea you what you were talking about. Nobody knows that this stuff is going on out there. So they kept it real quiet. So if you get a chance to punch, I'm sure there's got to, if there's, if there's one, there has to be more. It can't just be Caster. Well, that's the start. What's a great name, though, for Caster? Caster? Camber? That, that may be Pat in Africa. That's Pat Caster. <laughs> Caster. That's a wheel, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure they had to change his name. He was probably a name Usain or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. So, you know, I had a thought driving down the road the other day, which is not good for me to let this get out on the air. But, you know, they're talking about the productivity miracle and Alan Greenspan, and, and all these articles are being written now about uh, – Donald Trump and bringing back American workers and American jobs. And there's an article out there by Rex Nutting, a flaming liberal, 
today about how no way we can ever bring back the manufacturing jobs. And you know what? We haven't really lost any anyway. And there's an article out there on Market Watch or something about, oh, yeah, no, not really. Really, we, you know, we're, we're putting, our factories are putting out much more than they used to put out. Of course, we don't build anything. There's no UAW. There's no steel. But we have gasoline now. Gasoline is a manufacturing job, productivity job. And that has now gone into the GDP data. And they talk about, well, look how great it's done, you know, from 10 years ago to where we're at. So we lost the textile mills when Bill Clinton signed off GATT and NAFTA. And they're going to put him back in the office unless we all mobilize and do something about it. Um, and, and, you know, when he signed the job, we only lost 7 million jobs, according to Rex Nutting. Close. Close 7 million. We lost 23 million uh, high-paying jobs in this country are gone. That used to be uh, Americana. And... They look at how they replace this. They go, well, look at the GDP number. So they're not pumping like we were 10 years ago, uh, 76 cents a gallon gasoline. That's what it was 10 years ago, 76 cents a gallon gasoline. Now they're pumping gases, you know, 2 bucks, but it was 3 to $5. They were pumping $5 gasoline, all right? So you understand that not, at 70 cents to $5 gasoline, you only if you pump one gallon, I mean, look at the difference in the GDP number. And this is how they made it up. There isn't anything more. There's nothing. They just added it to our GDP numbers to cover up the factory losses. And this is why we need high gas prices. Look at, they go, well, we make airplanes and fighters. And we do. We make those. And, you know, and Patriot missiles and things of that nature. Of course, a lot of the technology is moving to China. And the, uh, the intellectual property that uh, we held so closely has now been given away. And they make them, too. We gave it to them. Yeah, do you understand? You just... Anymore, the world is so dumbed down, stupid, call it what you want. They just finally admitted, yeah, we paid a ransom. We right. Sent, <laughs> all right, all right. We sent Listen, millions of dollars. If it had been a Republican in office, CNN would oh, be yeah. running a week-long special. Nancy Grace would have been all over the place talking about impeachment and all this other right. stuff. Oh, and, it'd, be, it'd be a no-brainer. And after, nobody cares. After the president just outright right. lied. Oh, right. no, no, we, we didn't. No, no, well, okay, we did. Because guess what? He doesn't know. He's golfing with Larry David. He really doesn't know. Do you think he knows that they dropped $40 million? That's not. They dropped $400 million into Baghdad because... When your enemy runs out of ammo, all right, you can't restock unless he's firing at you or the people get mad. You know, you have to have a reason to fire up the military-industrial complex. So when they get low on ammo, we drop Hummers, you know, money, anything we can over there to keep them armed so we keep the bad guy bus running. You know that. Do you think the president knows that Louisiana is missing? (laughs) Well, Donald Trump is going to Louisiana. So, and uh, this has happened before, you know. President President Coolidge, the Great Depression, went down, you know. Louisiana got completely flooded. And then, of course, George Bush, it's not like New Orleans is filling up with water. You know, I don't know why anybody bothers to live there. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it'd be creepy. Um, You know, because when the rivers overflow in Louisiana, there's alligators in them, you know. (laughs) Here we got rattlesnakes, you know, scorpions and things getting washed down the the washes, but... uh, that alligator, that thing bothers me. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, what do you think about that? So, now, of course, we need government money, and they're all screaming, we need government money, and where's the president? He's golfing with Larry David. What did you say? His kids are throwing a party at Camp oh. David or <laughs> wherever the heck it is. They're all smoking dope and raising heck, and it is crazy, isn't it? So, what a crazy, crazy, crazy world we live in. 
I got to tell you, I want to apologize, ladies and gentlemen, because we may have misled you throughout the years. Um, there's an article that broke today. Remember the Brady Bunch? Yes. Okay, and the daughters. Not Marsha, 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 but Jan Brady. Jan, who did the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right, Marsha, 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 Jan Brady. Made an, an investment that paid off for her. Yeah, she was 11, by the way, when she made this investment. She bought a Malibu home for $55,000 in 1969. On the ocean. <laughs> yeah, 11 years right? old. Think about that. So, $55,000, which uh, that was probably, when was that, 19 what? 69. 1969. That was an incredible amount of money. Well, I, I always told you there's nothing that you can hold ever in the history of finance throughout the years except gold. But in 1969, um, you weren't allowed to have gold. Now, if you were a dentist or a jeweler, you could buy it, or you had an industrial application, but you were not allowed to buy any gold bullion. So the only thing you were allowed to hold was $20 gold pieces from 33 to the early 70s. So in 69, gold was outlawed. It was illegal for you to hold it unless you had it in the form of U.S. $20 gold or 10 or 5. So this is why we recommend it today as well. Not rare coins, not collector coins, but items that meet the minimum criteria to be classified. Number one is non-confiscatable, and number two, uh, that you're allowed to procure them privately and hold on to them and profit with the trilateralists as they did. So, but they recalled gold. So a $20 gold piece was $20 and 67 cents. Then they set the world price at what, 35 bucks? 35 bucks. Yeah. So how many? That's like 1,700 ounces of gold, right? At uh, at if she paid $55,000. $55,000 if she had bought... Let's just say that she was Canadian. Oh, okay. 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 Hey, hey. She could have bought 1,570, let's round it, 71. 1,571 ounces. Ounces of, at $35. In 1969. So if you bring that to market today at uh, 1,571 times, uh, let's figure... 14, 13, whatever, whatever price. You pick a price on gold. Well, now you're you're close. To, it, you, you did about you made about two point two million. So it's so, you know what? The the Malibu real estate did better than gold. It's the only thing I've ever. Uh oh, wait, property tax. Oh, ah! I about that. So unfortunately, unfortunately, she paid almost two million in property tax. <laughs> <laughs> Since 1969, well over two million in property taxes, so she did okay. Well, and that's right. And, and you have other things, right? There's probably a remodel or two in there. You know, I'm sure a couple of water heaters, some air conditioning units. You know, you think she's some, I'm sure it's part of a homeowners association. You know, you got other things. Sarah and I are the same age. She's a year older than me. I'd like to hang out with her. You think we'd be on the beach? She'd yell, Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing up there. <laughs> so anyway, on the surface, I thought I had given you uh, bad advice. But it turns out, see, now gold doesn't have property taxes. And gold doesn't have capital gains while you're holding it. And, you know, it just it just uh, and, and gold's air conditioner doesn't go out. Yeah. It doesn't have a homeowner's association. It doesn't... Uh, you know, doesn't need any maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you don't need to remodel it. That's true. I like gold and cows because, you know, 
you can't put two gold pieces in a drawer and get a little baby two-and-a-half-dollar one. So cows will do that for you. <laughs> you know, did you see the latest type? You know, you brought up cows. You know, they're trying to now genetically alter the cow so it farts less because of the global warming. Global warming, yeah. He's got a cow, and it's loaded. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And the environmentalists have kicked them out. All the open ranges are closed up in the northwest where our ranch is up there, and they don't want them in the streams. Yes, they're destroying the streams. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Of course, next there'll be transgender cows. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to happen, you know. So, you take a bowl, take the horns off them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I don't even know where I'm going here. So, I feel you're right. Uh, so, Donald Trump, smart, great move on, on Donald Trump's part, is going into Louisiana today. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Flying in. Yes. And, and I don't think Bobby Jindal wants him there. And Obama... This is smart. So, yeah, somebody's uh, paid attention. You know, George Bush, was he was golfing, too, during Hurricane Well, he did. At least he did a flyby. But, yeah, but it took a long time. He's like, what? What do you mean? Uh, Louisiana? And then they had the, the guy Brown. Remember him? <laughs> Brown came on. <laughs> he was the head of FEMA. And then we right. found out he had never done anything like that in his entire life. He actually said on television, it's not like Louisiana. He was a horse breeder or right. something like that. It's not like Louisiana's filling up with water. <laughs> Nobody, if it's not Mark. Party Gras, who's going to go there? Nobody goes to Louisiana. <laughs> so it's either LSU football or Mardi Gras. And, uh, so, but this is a smart move on Trump's part. And he, apparently he did a great speech last he night. He did. He and did. So I, I'm just voting for him. I'm, so, uh, me and you both. Yeah. So on the, you um, know what? We need something different. You may, Whether or not you, you, you love or some of the things you say or hate some of the things you say, we have to change. It has to be done. And and I don't care. You know, the mainstream media, they're all in it together. you got these people. I've been a Republican all my life, but I'm not voting for him. I'm voting for Hillary. Boy, well, then you're not a Republican. Those stories are everywhere. Everywhere. I know. So, oh, well, it ain't like, you know, it ain't like, it ain't like Louisiana's filling with water. <laughs> and now, watch this drive. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. It's half done. Welcome to the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Mrs. Schlafly is founder and CEO of Ego Forum, a leading force in the pro-family movement since 1972. And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly. College Republicans at the University of California in Irvine found out that their conservative views are not welcome on campus. The club hosted conservative speaker Milo Yiannopoulos for a lecture that was widely attended. College Republican leadership met with university administration to discuss the possibility of bringing him back in the fall. They told administrators that the second lecture could be a rallying point for young conservatives before elections in November. Four hours later, administrators suspended the club for an entire year using a technicality. The school claims that the club was suspended for failing to provide proof of insurance for hired security guards. College Republican President Ariana Rollins does not believe them. She said... 
it's clear that this suspension during a crucial election year is a political statement on behalf of UCI. They did everything they could to stop us from hosting in the first time, and now they want to make sure that we cannot host him again. The immediate public outcry from around the country was so great that administrators tried to claim that they only took away the college Republicans' ability to reserve space for their events. The purpose of any club is to meet and organize in accordance with the First Amendment freedom of assembly. Taking away a club's ability to meet is the same thing as suspending the club entirely. Americans should be outraged by this obvious bias shown by school administrators. College Republicans should be allowed to be a conservative voice on campus. They provide an opposing viewpoint to the liberal bias of most professors. Young conservatives need to know that the Constitution guarantees their ability to voice their views boldly on campus. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. Students, next time you're online, check out eagleforum.org and discover that there are other students like you who don't bow to the politically correct left-wing agenda on their campus. Hear about rallies, resources, and the annual Eagle Forum Collegians Summit in Washington. Log on to eagleforum.org. Then join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. River has busted through down clock of mine. Six feet of water in the streets of Evangeline. Louisiana. Louisiana. They're trying to wash us away. They're trying to wash us away. producer than Ramon. Louisiana. They're trying to wash us away. Randy Newman's Randy Newman circa nineteen seventy five. So yeah, it's just a little bit of history repeating itself. But uh this time of course you need government money. Where's the FEMA response? Nobody's responsible for themselves. I didn't know that river that I live eight feet from could possibly jump its banks. It never rains down here. I need the government to pay for it. Bring in FEMA. So crazy. Crazy, crazy! Just we live in a crazy world. And I feel crazy today too. The uh, do you see? Was it? Uh, I got to get this one right. Uh, I wrote it down. Who was the the suspended Twitter? Suspended, suspended two hundred thirty-five thousand accounts because of extremists. Now they'd have you believe that most of the extremism is, uh, you know, you're a terrorist. But remember, being a terrorist comes in a lot of different forms. I was going to say. So, you know, according to the administration, you know, there's only, you know, maybe a couple thousand bad guys out there. I didn't realize there was 235,000 of them. Well, you know, they're going to do that. You're not allowed to, you know, you're kind of a terrorist. You say anything bad about Hillary Clinton, you know, say anything bad weird, about that. Donald Trump, oh, he's fair game, you know. <laughs> but again, this is where, where it's going. And unfortunately, you know, freedom of the press, this is the media. These are the new media outlets, you know, you you, can, you you think of news reports and television and newspapers, but that's all changed as well. It absolutely and, is. And the governments, you know, the, the free speech and the free speech zones and all that, I mean, i got to tell you, on, on a serious note, on a serious note, that, you know, if you go back to Hillary Clinton 
You go back to Oklahoma City and the Alfred P. Murrow building, and Hillary Clinton came out. You know who they were going after? They were going after conservatives. The vast right-wing conspiracy. Her words, not mine. That came out of the first lady's mouth. Yes, the vast right-wing conspiracy. They're the enemies of the state. And then, of course, after 9-11, that all went away. But they never forgot about that, and they don't want... They don't want conservative airwaves. They don't want freedom of speech in this country, and they're going to shut it down. And that's all you already see it. So don't tell me that you know Twitter is probably just as important as CBS. You know, going okay, well, we're not gonna, you know all these enough of that, right? We're not going to have any of this open dialogue anywhere. And you look, a comedian just got fined forty-two thousand by Canada. Yeah. Canada. Do you see that? Yes. You know what his joke was, and it's a poor taste joke. And don't blame me, I didn't do it. Look the article up, but apparently there was a, a child that was diagnosed with a terminal illness, and he didn't pass away as fast as they thought he was, and he got he got to make a wish. So the joke was, terrible taste, that the kid stole a wish, you know? And it just, he got, and he had to go to court. Canada fined him $42,000. I got to tell you, how about Phil Hendry? You ever hear of that guy, Ever? No. He used to be on the air. They kicked him off out here because they thought oh, he was okay. real. I, I, yeah. I've never heard of him. I thought he was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant talk show host. He would interview himself and use different voices and different mics. So he'd be like on the phone, and so uh, you know, this was the Phil Hendry show, and he had this guy that everybody hated, he, Ted Bell of Ted Bell's Steakhouse in Beverly Hills, California. And then he'd come over here, and he's like, how you doing? You know, he'd be uh, two different voices like on the telephone. And, of course, Ted Bell, this was when they came out with the PlayStation, and this was during Christmas. I heard this on the radio live, me and my youngest daughter, and I thought it was real, too. He got me. I'm like, who's this Ted Bell guy? What a jerk. He, You know, the baby Jesus. California was in a terrible uh, drought. And remember, uh, Enron was closed, was blacking oh, right, out. Right, the rolling right, blackout. The rolling blackout, and, yeah. But Ted Bell's Beverly Hills Steakhouse had everything lit up in a huge fountain, and the baby Jesus would give you a free margarita ticket if you came up. You know? <laughs> he just hated the guy. He didn't care about power. And then he asked me the nerve. He said that, that, that it was Christmas time, and they were getting the last three PlayStations. That That's right. Remember, they couldn't make right, enough. Couldn't make There was three left in Walmart. Ted Bell wanted them for his family, and they were going to send them to the ch- the children's hospital. And he actually said, he goes, they don't need them because they'll never make it to level three. That was the joke. Now, you ask me, you tell me that this is, that things aren't changing. That was a 10 years ago. Horrible joke. Horrible joke. But if he said that in Canada, that'd be, make that other joke look like <laughs> child's play. So this is how fast it's changed. 10 years ago, slid right by. Today, you make a, an off-color remark like that. So, I'm just telling you, you gotta, and on this show, this show, you know, I, I admit that, you know, maybe throughout the years, we pushed the envelope a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, we're still going, and uh, glad to be here. one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two is how you keep the show on the air. You see how it works is you do business with us, we send product to you, no complaints. No uh, bait and switch, no nothing. Never had one. We just take care of people over two decades and uh, get it out. And you get to tune in, you got something to listen. But I, I assure you that uh, if this election is, goes this way, they're going to shut this thing down. Just sure as I'm here. Freedom of speech in this country, it'll have to be its own private little zone. And, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just where it's headed. You know it and I know it. Maybe that little disclaimer that they play in front of our show is now going to have to include that this is a free speech segment hour 
Yeah, something like right, that. Right, something like that. And you will have to put your radio in a, a trash can <laughs> or a room. You'll have to get in your sauna. <laughs> You're going to have to register with the government Right. you listen to it. It's got to be locked. The, the, the radio, in this case, has to be locked has a, and has to have a seal in case we check it. So, you know, I laugh about this, but I don't really think we're that far away. So, crazy world we live in. How about... The only thing crazy out here, and I apologize to the people that listen worldwide and nationwide, but, but we have a, a, a baseball stadium here. We do. It used to be called the Bob back back in the day. Right. Nobody knows how the Diamondbacks got a Bobcat mascot. We're snakes, for God's sakes, all right? Why is there not a Diamondback snake running around? It's a Bobcat. Well, because Bank won ballpark. They got the naming rights, Bob, so they figured short for Bobcat. And that's how we got a Bobcat. But, you know, people forget someone got shot. Remember Mary, I think it was Mary Rose Wilcox, got shot at the Phoenix City Council meeting because in the city of Phoenix, the city has to put it to a vote to spend whatever, how many, $300 million? A lot of money. $300 million to build a stadium. Guess what the city of Phoenix voters did? Alex, do, 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 do. Can you say voted it down, Alex? They absolutely did. What did they do 24 hours later? They yeah. made it a, they made it a county matter. <laughs> so now it belongs to the county. Guess what? That didn't require a vote. Boom, boom. We, we got ourselves a baseball team. Well, the problem with giving things to the county is, well, they're not quite as sophisticated as those boys that run the city. The county manager may be a Harvard, or the city manager is probably a Harvard graduate. The uh, county manager, Scottsdale Community. <laughs> <laughs> so the county manager is like, well, they're facing a $118 million repair bill on the stadium. You know, you can't find revenue numbers anywhere. Well, there's nobody. You know, we're like the second worst team in the league. Nobody goes. I know. It's horrible. They invented Diamondback baseball so you'd have something actually more boring than soccer to watch on television. So <laughs> it's a terrible. So now you look at this and you go, well, wait a minute. So now they, they had a $30 million bid. I saw that. But the county replaced it with a $60 million bid. But who would buy a stadium for $60 million that needs $118 million in repair? We're going to talk about that when we get back. It's a great day to be alive. You know, uh, uglier than a stick and dumber than a mud fence. Patriot Radio News Hour continues on a Friday. We'll be back. Thanks for tuning in. The uh, summer is wrapping up. This is the 90s out here. I think we're going to see a record cold winter. And how's that for another Eric forecast? So, man, that's the first forecast you've said that I've actually enjoyed. Record, record cold. I think we'll have snow Christmas Eve in Scottsdale. What? How about that? You know what it did? It did it 1971. How about that? And this reminded me of it. It was in the 90s. It was cool all August and rainy and. It has rained a lot. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. for most places, you're like, it hasn't rained at all. Here, that it's been a lot of rain for us. Listen, I want to apologize to the soccer fans. My buddy Misha, his lovely wife, Sherry, Lori, sold their house. He's a friend of mine, and and uh, he played men's travel uh, soccer, and I played men's travel softball. 
but if you get out of line, I will kick the snot out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you guys. one 800 We're talking about the Diamondback Stadium. Yeah, I had the numbers off. $250 million to build it. Now, when they did that deal, when the city of Phoenix voted it down. Voted it down. And guess right. what? The taxpayer was, was right. Absolutely right, because that thing's just been a huge money pit. What is it called now? It's not the Bob anymore, is it? Chase Chase Field. Chase Field. Field. Yeah. Chase Field. Yeah. yeah. Bailed out bank. <laughs> I mean, think about that. I think it's had three names, but I'm yeah. not sure. Right. I think so, too. So so, so now, yeah, $180 million in repair. So the county's like, let's dump it, you know. Right. We're out. What, what do you think we get for it? Right. They never tell you the revenue thing. So, so you get sixty million. So, I don't know what it's generated in tax revenue. So, I'm so sure a lot. Here's something that hasn't done quite as well as Jan Brady's Malibu <laughs> Beach House. <laughs> Maybe she could run the city. She'd <laughs> <laughs> get her all there. She'd go Maricopa, Maricopa, Maricopa. <laughs> yeah, the county's a lot smarter to. Well, race. the city was. You, you yeah, know, what, Maricopa was, County. If they would have just called up. In the in the nineties when right. they built Bank One Ballpark or Chase Field or whatever it's called. Instead of looking at a huge loss, not to mention all the incremental losses over the years, they could have turned that two hundred and fifty million dollars into well over a billion dollars. And yeah, just bought gold. Yeah, just think bought about gold. That. Yeah. It would have too. Right. A <laughs> billion. Are you kidding me? Hey, don't worry about our pension funds. We got it covered because we were smart. If you put two hundred fifty million into gold at three hundred an ounce, I mean, uh, I mean, well over. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Nobody wanted it. Now everybody wants it. All pension funds buy it. All the governments are buying it. Everybody's loading up on it. It's going to disappear. And when the, the 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 next when the next supply shortage hits, like in the eighties with the Hunt brothers, I'm going to give crazy. everybody a little yeah. preview because you're. It's amazing that you just made that comment. Monday's show. We are going to talk about mine supply in both gold and silver in this special report issued by Goldman Sachs. Uh, and they're actually saying within the next 20 years, there may not be any more mineable gold. You know, less than one-tenth of one percent of the entire population has ever even seen or touched a U.S. $20 gold piece that's alive today. Think about how you talk about it. I mean, think about that. And you people listening, if you don't ever have one, never bought one, you don't have a, never held a St. Gaudens in your hand and understand what this country really was about, that that was only worth $20 when they made it. That was 20 bucks. So take a St. Gaudens for a, an ounce of gold, well, 97 hundredths of an ounce of gold, U.S. $20 gold piece, and 97 hundredths of an ounce of silver, 720 grains of silver, uh, $21. And drop it, okay, it's 20, imagine being at Mr. Drucker's store. $21, you go, ding, ding, you know, you throw metal at him. Yeah. Now, now not even the Olympics. Let me tell you right now, if you had lost $21 back then, you would have lost a huge amount of money. Well, yeah. It was Today, a lot. you lose a $20 bill. I know. Are you that, I mean, you're annoyed, but are you that upset about it? That's how bad it is. It used to say the cabs carry less than $20 change written on the side. I saw one go by the other day. It says cab carries less than 80 <laughs> <laughs> So it used to be $20. The crackheads won't even rob you. Now he's only got less than 80 ah. you're, you're safe. Just drive right through the war zone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants it. What do you think? We should rob him? No, he's only got less than 80 bucks. Maybe Ryan Lochte should have said that to the guy at the gas station. 
My favorite deal, though, you know, I, I don't think we should get mad at the county for doing this and the city of Phoenix for costing the taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars because it could have been worse. It's not the Pontiac, Michigan Silver Dome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot worse. That is, they could have built, when they built the Silver Dome, they could have actually put money into silver for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> they just called it the Silver Dome. They got like a hundred grand for it. It's been, it was a hundred million or something to build. They got a hundred grand. Now they rent it out for weddings. And they don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they do with it. They're just like, well, one of these days Michigan's going to turn around and it'll be worth something. We'll hold it. We're holding it for the long term. I think Michigan is going to turn around. I got to tell you, have you seen this car called the Elio? Bad name. E L I O. Elio Motors. That's a company from here. Yeah, American-made company. Yeah. Um. I think they bought a factory in Michigan. I think. Don't they show a picture of one all blown up? I, I assumed it's in Michigan. I might be wrong. I just looked at it. I just I just heard and found out about it the other day. Little, the Elio E L I O Elio Motors. They're making an 84 mile per gallon three wheel car that's actually a pretty good looking thing. And I, I I think they're headquartered here. Are they in, in Arizona? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, see. That's why we, uh, Joe and I, always been a good partner together. He watches things, and I watch other things. But uh, it gets eighty-four miles to the gallon for seventy-three hundred bucks. A three-wheel car. It's actually not a bad-looking thing, and uh, but it's not electric. Yeah, they so, do have. I, I'll say this, they have a Phoenix address. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, see, so you knew that. I just looked them up the other day. I saw one. I saw a picture of one go by. I'm like, what is that? So, so anyway, you can reserve them. They've sold like. I want to say 56000 For $100, you can reserve one, I think. If you go on their website, heliomotors.com, um, they're going to owe me a commercial spot money here. But 84 well, they, miles actually, per gallon. Actually, uh, they owe me that. Yeah, they owe Joe that. <laughs> Joe, I don't own anything anymore. Uh, 7300 bucks plus I think you get 25% uh, uh, green money, Obama money, and you can have an 84-mile-per-gallon car. Now, you know, you can buy a golf cart that'll do that, but this one's actually kind of good looking. It's three wheels, got the big fenders like the old Stutz fenders in the front, and then it, it, it's a, you know, like a flying V in reverse. So I don't know, just a thought. You can say you heard it here. You know, we are uh, on the cutting edge of everything. We're watching everything around here. Uh, election years—they're hard to do business in, hard to think of anything else, hard to find any news. I mean, if it doesn't have Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump attached to it, and you flip on any television station. I mean, it's just what they're talking about here. We try to get the rest of the world out to you every day, so you don't go crazy. And, and we love you for it, and we thank you for all the support we've received in here for 20 plus years. And uh, we're going to take a break and head into the final segment on this hot, hot, hot August Friday. We'll be back. I can't wait. Where they got him this year? First home game. Uh, he is outside the linebacker. Outside linebacker, and and really in their scheme, he's a he's their strong safety. But in their scheme, 
He's the outside linebacker. And then when they run too deep coverage, he drops back into that safety slot. Well, we're all just as proud as we can be of him. So, you know, they did a study. This is why I'm doing so well. You think I look good? I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah, you do look I'm good. I'm in good shape. They, they did a study that working is bad for men's health. That's why I quit. <laughs> That's, that's actually on, on Market Watch today. <laughs> now, that study was done by men who don't work. Exactly. So and they said women, it doesn't help their health, but women like being breadwinners. So it, it, it increases their self-esteem. My Honey, wife, are you listening? My wife, she's she's a... Actually, at, my at, wife is the breadwinner, because without her, oh yeah. I couldn't even function. Yeah, I, I couldn't do anything. The sad thing at my house, my wife actually is the breadwinner. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. So 28 years of marriage, and uh, she's as confident and as happy as i ever seen her. So keep keep going. She ain't bugging me. <laughs> and you know what? She doesn't bug me either. I, I love it. I love it. You know, it used to be when you first married, first 20 years. Where were you? What did you do today? Now I come home, she's like, hi. <laughs> oh, it's you. She don't even care. <laughs> she doesn't even ask where you've been. Nothing. Yeah, no, I cured cancer day. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've been gone for four days. What? <laughs> We had a caller call in off the air here. Want to know the difference between reporting on gold sales and what you're required to do? If you own bullion, gold bars, foreign gold, things of that nature, and you sell them uh, in a cumulative calendar year of over ten thousand dollars, you are responsible. If you sell them to like hawk shops and cash for gold guys, and and you have a cumulative sale of over ten thousand dollars, and you don't report it, you're guilty of money laundering. If you buy, sell one order to us. At you know ten a bullion a, a gold bars of ten thousand three hundred, and uh, and it's bullion. We have ten ninety nine. You have to do it. Everybody has to. It is the law. If you do it in collectibles, and what I mean by that, and I don't mean rare coins. Don't ever get that wrong. You know the rare coin industry and this what kills this industry is they take people that don't know what they're doing and they sell them a ten dollar liberty. They whack them for forty percent right, for eighteen hundred dollars. All right, you can buy that same ten dollar liberty here for what? But it was eight hundred MS sixty two grade for eight twenty two. You can yeah. buy it raw. raw. Yesterday I, ro- I ran raw ten dollar gold pieces for seven hundred forty five dollars. Well, that, those meet the minimum criteria. The U S. Tefra laws in the eighties under Reagan defines a collectible with anything of fifteen percent. Value, wholesale value, published value, which they publish in the gray sheets every week in this country, that has at least a 15% collectible value above and beyond its intrinsic metal value. It meets the requirements to be exempt from 1099 reporting. It's just that simple. So you can buy and sell all you want. Now, capital gains, capital gains, on the other hand, is, you know, even though you're not going to get a 1099, you have capital gains, uh, whether long-term or short-term, depending on how long you hold them. Now, obviously, in a bullion situation, you got a 1099 in your hand. You better be reporting that because some clerk's going to pick that up. Um, in a U.S. $20 gold piece, if you make hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, you're required by law to report and pay capital gains on that. But that's between you, your conscience, and your accountant. So, right. And then the other, and the other side of that, you know, when you sell back to us, there's no restocking fee and there's no. Uh, other sorts of fees that a lot of these other uh, there is, dealers run. There is an Eric retirement fee <laughs> <laughs> that Joe likes to throw in there every now and then. But I'm just kidding. So anyway, God bless everybody. Good luck to your son tonight. Uh, it's going to be a great day. U.S. $10 lips. You got any left? I do still have some left. 745 You buy 10 or more. 740 at 800-951-0592. Everybody enjoy the weekend. Have a great Friday. We'll talk to you all on Monday. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha!